You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. All right, you heard the man. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, Evan Jenkins on the other side. Boy, almost called it the Spartan beat, Evan. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about uh, muscle memory. Um, Evan, I had something I wanted to talk about, but we're going to have to pivot because, I mean, as we're taping this, Michigan's getting ready for yet another press conference with more former players who came out to say that not only did Dr. Anderson violate them, but... You know, Bo Schembechler knew about it. Don Canham knew about it. And from what I am seeing, th- this is this is inadvertently causing a gigantic civil war within that program. Either you're pro-Bo or you're, you know, Bo's got to go. And you had Jim Branstetter come out. I mean, first you start out with Jim Harbaugh, and he defended his coach. Then Branstetter took those Harbaugh comments and made them seem tame. I mean, Harbaugh just was like, hey, that ain't the bow I knew. Branstetter went on two radio interviews, one for 15 minutes, one for 40 minutes, basically saying, I mean, not only did he say Bo didn't know, and that was not the bow that I knew, but then he went on and he basically victim-shamed. Oh, well, you know, what about this guy? You know, he did drugs and, you know, his son, that's not his real son. His biological son said this. It's like, guy. Here's the thing. All of that stuff could be true. It still has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, Matt Schembechler said, I told my dad, my dad punched me in the chest, told me to toughen up. Uh, Daniel Kwiatkowski, okay, he, you know, according to Jim, he was like, well, he was kicked off the team for drug-related charges. All right, here's the thing. Maybe the dude started smoking weed because he had no place else to go, no place to talk to, didn't want to lose his scholarship, but he felt so much guilt because he probably was like guilt and embarrassment for what happened to him. You don't know. You never. You can't put yourself in people's shoes. And the lack of empathy from the pro-bo people, I mean, because they, you hear the same thing. Oh, well, I, I feel sorry for those survivors, but, you know, and and, and, and it's almost like, can we cut a deal that you could take? We'll, we'll give you Canem. <laughs> we, we, you can you can. We'll give you Doctor Anderson, but you got to leave Bo alone. It's like no, I don't think it works that way. The more and more people who come out, the more and more I'm thinking that you know, yeah, you got to take down the statue. Is a statue and a name on the building really that important? Here's why I say that, Evan. Here's some advice to Michigan fans. And the University of Michigan, the Regents, in this thing as soon as possible. Now, I found out some details. Legally, 
speaking, and this is probably going to sound very disgusting to everybody listening. Legally speaking, and the same was, and, and I know all this because I experienced it with Larry Nasser at MSU. The University of Michigan, if this thing went to court, would win. They wouldn't have to pay out a dime to anybody because they have, um, they're exempt. They have immunity. They have immunity from sexual charges. You can't sue the University of Michigan because it's a public institution. It was the reason how MSU moved forward and paid out the half billion dollars because state legislators said, if you guys don't do what's right, we're going to revoke your immunity. We're going we're gonna to revoke this, and then we're going to leave you open to any and everybody from here on out. They could sue the university. You can't sue them for... You know, for these types of allegations, they 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 have. I mean, it's 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 a heinous law. It's I don't know who wrote that originally. Is it based on you're making the choice to go there type deal? Kind of like you go to a, no, I'm not saying these are even comparable, but you go to a sporting event and they say things might come into the audience. Maybe maybe if you get hit it's by your a liability, you have hit by a baseball, you can't sue the Tigers. Right? And yeah, if something happens to you, like all those victims of Larry Nasser. And Michigan, that's that's why John Engler was so brash and just had such bravado because he knew we can take this thing to court if you want. You're going to lose, or it's almost like it'll the be thrown, school it'll didn't be dismissed. do it, but an individual within the school did it. So right, so but yeah, if you're going to go after the university, you, you can go after Larry Nasser, but you can't go after a university, a, not a public university. Now, like schools like Northwestern that are private. That may be different, but public universities, Michigan's exempt, so they know that. So it's why you drag your feet. I mean, for Michigan State, the insurance companies, man, this the insurance companies were actually upset that they paid out all that money. I'm sure they because were, they were they saying had to pay it back essentially. No, they were like, why did you pay out all that money? You didn't have to pay out a dime because you know they're thinking they're they're being counters. They're thinking money wise, not thinking do what's right. And I say all that to say. Yeah, they think green and white. They don't think morals. You got to do what's right. If you're Michigan, you do not, you don't want this thing to extend over into your football season because here's what happens. If this thing goes into your football season, your season's done. You don't even want this to get to Big Ten Media Day because your whole line of questioning is going to be about that. Big Ten Media Day is the first, it's the first hurdle. You can just leave Jim at home. If you're hardball, you just come up there and you make a blanket statement. Guys, you could ask away. I can't say anything. No comment. Now, Jim's too arrogant. He won't listen to that advice. And he'll say something and he'll bury himself. But if you go to Big Ten Media Day and this thing's not resolved, I can't talk about this. I, You know what? I feel sorry for the survivors. I can't talk about this. Please next question or even put out a statement beforehand stating yeah the statement's not going to work because people because once you open that door then people are going to ask you in a roundabout way so simply that's i mean you you almost have to go marshawn lynch guys i can't talk about this i I feel sorry for the survivors i can't talk about this well then think about all the backlash the players are going to get because they're then asked about it that's the thing i saw this you saw this evan with michigan state and nasser MSU basketball, Tom Izzo probably had one of his best seasons ever. And 
what, 2000, was that 2018? 19. 2019. No, 18. You're right. You're 2018. Right. It is 18. Probably had one of his best seasons ever. They only lost four regular season games. Okay? They were humming. They were, no, I think three regular season games. They were rolling. They they clinched the Big Ten with like a month before the season was going to go. Yep. And in the end, at the end of every game, I remember they like they they blew out Wisconsin by like some twenty some points. I think that was the game where they clinched the Big Ten. And basically, you know, from what I was told, Max the uh, the uh, basketball PR, I mean the um, basketball SID, told the players, no smiling, no cheering. You know, contrite, you know, you're sorry for the victims. You feel sorry for everything. I mean, basically, he gave them a script of what to say. Cassius Winston sitting in this locker kind of became the spokesperson for the team. Couldn't really – nobody asked them anything about their game. Nobody said, hey, Miles Bridges and Jaron Jackson are tearing things up. You got the Big Ten Player of the Year and the Freshman Player of the Year. You guys are cooking out there. Nope. Larry Nassar, Larry Nassar, Larry Nassar. It was a lot of pressure for them. They handled it well, but I think by the end of the season, it was just a little bit too much. You're going to harpoon your season. You're going to make things very difficult for the players because now they have to become the spokesperson for the team. Here's the other thing. Game day, ESPN game day, and Fox Sports is going to be talking about this every game that comes up. You're going to have people outside the football building protesting, over at the statue protesting. Cameras are always going to be there. They're going to pick this thing up. This story is going to get bigger and bigger, and the embarrassment is going to get more and more. Your coach, your players, everybody's going to have to answer for this. People who had nothing to do with this. Exactly, and that and that's exactly it. Everybody on this team... Evan, I don't think was alive when Anderson was at Michigan. He retired in 2003, so maybe a, like a couple fourth or fifth-year players technically were alive, but most of them weren't even alive. But you're going to force these kids, these young men, to answer all of those questions. That's not fair. You're go- if you're going to pay this money out, swallow your pride, pay the money out, make this thing go away. Because the more and more players come out, and this, and you know, it's not just players from the you know '60s and '70s. It's players from the '80s. It's players from the '90s in there. Well, there's, I mean, former NHL player Aaron Ward is in there. You know, Olympic wrestler is in there, and it's just so weird because I never thought taking this job I would be answering phone calls about these situations, right? And between this and Michigan State and Larry Nasser. You learn a lot about people in these situations. Yeah. And and you said it earlier, I don't know what you're hanging your hat on right now. Like, what are you trying to protect? Because I'm pretty sure Michigan football is not going away. That winged helmet is still going to be there. Your maize and blue is still going to be there. And so is your Jumpman logo. That's not going anywhere. No. It's not. You're not erasing your history. You're not erasing national titles. No, no, no. But here's why. Yes, you are erasing the history for some because for some, Bo is Michigan football. From the team to team to team, from those who stay will be champions, from everything. I mean, hey, your coach, your current coach does his best to dress like Bo every game. To go on out before the Ohio State game and and crushing Buckeyes, Bucknuts on Bo's grave. Like this man has transcended becoming a legend to an idol. And you're going after people's idols, and most people do not like that because now that's too close to home. 
I mean, and, and sure it is. But guess what? Sometimes your idols aren't great people. At the end of the day, they do things behind closed doors you'll never know. And so you have to always separate the person from the sport. I mean, Michael Jordan, my favorite basketball player. Off the basketball court, probably not the best dude with everything you and read. That, you know what, Evan? That's a perfect example because most people, you assume that this person's perfect and they do everything right. And well, look you know at Tiger what? Woods, that prime example. Yeah. Never got in trouble. And then, boom, one day, his entire world blew up and then you because he was a normal person. Right. Like, got wow. into an argument about his wife. There was infidelity. He did all these things that normal people do, and you're like... Oh, I had no idea. He's worth millions of dollars because, and in the spotlight. I never would have thought that. Yeah, because you're not around them. Heck, even with reality shows, the cameras aren't rolling 24-7. You see what they want you to well, see. And half the time that's scripted anyway. Right. Just so, so you believe what they want you to believe. But my whole point is I don't understand if you haven't learned anything from Joe Paterno, from Larry Nasser, from what's going on at Ohio State and these other colleges across the country – then just blame yourself because don't turn a blind eye to what's going on. When it was one, two, three, four, five people, you're like, okay, well, there's probably something here. But when that number becomes over 800, all the way up to 850, you're like, okay, there's a lot of smoke here, so there's a lot of fire. They're not denying that Dr. Anderson do th did this, right? They're denying that their head coach had anything to do with it, any knowledge at all. But I, I, I... I think about it, and I look at all of these quotes from Bo Schembechler talking about leadership. And if you don't know what's going on, then you're either dumb or you don't care. And if you're dumb, you shouldn't have that job. And if you don't care, you shouldn't have that job. At the end of the day, you're the leader. You're the boss. Guess what? If I work for a Fortune 500 company, I'm not the boss, but I embezzle a lot of money. Guess who's getting dragged under there? Mm -hmm. It's the boss. Right. Because you're the leader. You're in charge. Think about the president of the United States, right? Something crazy happens, he has to take responsibility for it, right? Absolutely. Because he is the boss. And that's the at the end of the day, he was in charge when all of this went down, right? Or a majority of it, not every single thing. And Brandstetter talked about making jokes, and they joked about this. You don't joke about something that's not got any credence to it at all, right? Right. And sec I don't care if this happened 40 years ago and times were different, okay? I've said this to multiple callers. It happened 40 years ago. He's dead. You can't prosecute him. What's the big deal? Okay, well, imagine 40 years ago a murder happened, right? You didn't have all the DNA testing, all these mm -hmm. advanced technology to find something out. Well, 40 years later, down the road, you have DNA, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? Somebody that passed away had committed these crimes, right? Right. But we shouldn't do it because it happened 40 years ago and times are different. Right. And we didn't have that technology. <clears throat> and, then, and I don't buy that. No, no, no. And to go with your example, you know what? 40 years later, the victim's family can say, okay. We have I, closure. We got closure. We know what happened to our loved one. Finally. It, yeah, it took 40 years. But it took advances in science. But at least I can go to bed at night knowing that the murderer... He's dead already, but you know what? He's he's there isn't he isn't out there getting ready to do this to someone else. Yeah, and then the crazier part to me is the shaming of Matt Schembechler, knocking the, his the, credibility. The right, son. Yeah, and that's where my problem lies. Being adopted is tough as it is, right? Not having your bi biological dad or your mother or whatever it might be, it's tough on the kid, right? So then you hear these stories. You have somebody like Jim Brandstetter who is saying. I know your mother and your stepfather better than you. 
So I'm right and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then they talk about there's no way that a mom would have ever allowed this. But then I play their card on them. But you said times were different. And if the coach and the doctor are good friends, why would you not trust your kid to go there? Yeah. When it's on campus. Yeah. And your dad is there, right? Yeah. You know the doctor. You know what? Hey, go right over to Dr. Anderson's. Go, he's going to give you a checkup. And then there's the story. Well, Millie would have never put up with this, right? And so then I, I play the card again. Times were different. Guess what? 40 years ago, women weren't as passive as they are today. Oh, and I'm not saying that's right. <clears throat> Millie was a firecracker. She would have kicked Bo's She might have been. But if you read stories about Bo Schembechler, nicest guy in the world. I found a story from 2003 about somebody that lived next to him in Florida and got to know Bo. But then they said, but then the temper would come out and you would see a different side of Bo. Dude. I, okay. I, I, so think about it. They're talking about how he would be on a golf course. But then get mad at a shot, throwing his clubs, and saying every four-letter word you can think of. And Evan, that makes you think, it, that's not the guy you knew, right? It goes to prove you don't know. It, it leads me to the story, and, and this is, I don't know if you remember, but it was, uh, it, it was a few years ago in Cleveland where these girls were being held hostage in this house for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, like that show Kimmy Schmidt was loosely based off of. Yeah, and, and the next-door neighbor was like, we used to barbecue all the time. I had no idea that he was holding women hostage in his house. We would share a beer together. Yeah, we're grilling together. You don't know, and 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 that's just the thing. This isn't the hill you want to die on. If you're the University of Michigan, man, in this thing. As quickly as possible. Learn your lesson. Now, it doesn't seem like they have any intention on doing so because, because every school is arrogant enough to think I'm smarter and. Listen to every every school has done this from Penn State to Ohio State to USC to Michigan State to Baylor. Scandal comes. Oh, we're too big to fail. We got this. You can, We got deep pockets and big time lawyers. But you know what they got? They got the court of public opinion. They got the people and the fans behind them saying, guys, this is disgusting. You got people now who they call our show defending. Oh, well, just, you know, the, they're, they should they apparently they liked it because they kept going back. It's like guys, or why didn't they kick his butt? Yeah, well, okay. Says the same guy who can't tell his wife, you know what? I really don't like that dish that you make. Mm-hmm. Why? Why don't you just walk in and flip the table over and say stop making this? Because you don't, you well, can't, you can't do that. Well, and I've said this too, right? When you're growing up, there's two people that you are always led to believe that you can trust no matter what. That was your teachers, mm-hmm. and that was your doctors, right? You go into a doctor's office; they they use all of these terms that you've never heard unless you're in the medical field. And you're like, okay, well, if that's what you suggest, then absolutely. If I was 18 and that happened to me, I would yes, I would say that's very uncomfortable. I don't know it, but I will also say I don't know why that was done to me. You know what I mean? Right. But I also don't know if I would have spoken up and told people because it is embarrassing to go say not, that. Not especially that. as an 18-year-old boy. No, no. But not only that, but as soon as you get back in the locker room, your teammates are laughing at you like, oh, did he play with your ball? Did he do this? Did he do that? And you're like, no, no, no. And absolutely I guess you're thinking not. to yourself, I guess that's supposed to happen because these guys are all laughing and joking Ooh. about it, but I'm, I'm kind of uncomfortable. If you tell Bo, you're going to be in trouble. You'll probably lose your scholarship. So now imagine you can't afford to go to University of Michigan. I can't afford to lose this scholarship. Well, and I, I can't go back home and tell my parents what happened to me and why I'm not in school. 
Well, it's just, it's asinine to me that you have to live in fear in doing what you love, right? People play football because they love it. I would say 90%. There's probably that 10% that's really good. They don't love it, but they know they can make a lot of money. And I, and I get it, but it's just, it's asinine for me to think that because it was quote unquote, okay, 40 years ago, that make it's okay today. Because if anything happened during 2020, that should open up your eyes to everything our past is filled with a lot of bad stuff in this mm. country. A lot. Yeah, and, and because it happened then ago, doesn't mean it's okay today. 20 years ago. People I mean, evolve. We, things evolve. Right, but we keep saying 40 years ago. Now, this, this was like around 20 years ago. I mean, this stuff happened in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, Michigan keeps showing that old picture of him in the 1950s. He was he was on staff until 2003. This was a, a a classic mistake that Michigan did, and they're going to have to own up to it. They're going to pay over a billion dollars. Do you worth think of they settlement. will though own yeah. up? They will because, but it's, what it's going to take is, and the state legislature no, halfway. Gonna, they they've acknowledged that Anderson worked at the school. They've acknowledged that he did horrible things, but they have not acknowledged the entire story. They're half-assed doing it. What has to happen is the state legislator in here in Michigan. They already have the documents drawn up for Michigan State. Simply scratch out Michigan State, put it in University of Michigan, and threaten them the way you threaten Michigan State. Once they threaten Michigan State to push this through, Michigan State changed their mind just like that. Engler shut up, mm-hmm. and they went through, and the settlement happened within days because they knew. Guys, if they rever- because the, they did two things. They said, we're going we're gonna to extend the amount of time that these rape victims and, these, and the women who got violated can come out and sue the university. And we're going to take away your immunity. So from here on out, you're on your own. They realize it, it's cheaper right now to pony up a half a billion dollars than to open ourselves up for all the lawsuits that are come, going to come after us yeah. because they won't have the immunity anymore. And I'm just wondering why... Y- for a school that preaches the leader and the best, be a leader here. Set an example. This is not tolerated here. It will never be tolerated here. It shouldn't have been tolerated then, and we're putting an end to it. So yeah. come out and protect your students. That's what you're doing here. You're protecting your students. Stop protecting your faculty. Yeah. Because guess what? You can get another football coach. You can get another doctor. But kids, I mean, that... That's what you pride yourself on. It is, is molding these young people to be leaders and the best. It is. It's and very hard when you're being talked down to because something bad happened to you. It is. And and the fact that you're willing to throw away the school's reputation on a man who's not here because you feel like he's being railroaded. I mean, there's no number that's one is too many. And also don't take pride that he was gone 17 years ago. Don't take pride yeah, in that. This, this it is, should have happened in the 70s. This is the area. And here's the thing. Even just football related, like maybe this could be the best thing that happens to Michigan is to scrub yourself clean a bow because. Maybe it gets rid of the Michigan man moniker. Because okay, here's, the, here's the thing. Evan, let's be real. He didn't win anything. He didn't win any championships. He won Big Ten championships. Okay. Lost bowl games. No national championships. Lloyd Carr did more than Bo. I, I've argued that from day one that I thought Lloyd Carr was a more important coach I mean, to that l- school. Look at what happened to Alabama once they finally got away from you got to be related to Bear, you had to play for Bear, you had yeah. to coach for Bear. When I got Nick Saban, had nothing to do with Bear Bryant. 
Nick Saban has surpassed is living Bear it Bryant. up. Okay. Ohio State finally got rid of the whole Woody Hayes mentality. They got Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer said, I'm going to hand it down to Ryan Day. They're a machine. But this also goes to the other thing. If you, if Michigan does not end this, we're talking about Bo right now, it's going to go to phase two. And in phase two, you got Lloyd Carr, Gary Moeller, Les Miles, all the assistant coaches that coached at Michigan. Oh, your famed hockey coach. Right. Everybody who was on there. You're going to be looking at all Carol Hutchinson. You're going to be looking at every coach, everybody in the athletic department who's been there, who was there in the 80s and the 90s. Ward Manuel, Jim Harbaugh. Like every, what did you know? If you don't end this, it's right now, you're, you're set up to lose Canem. You're set up to lose Bo. People who are not here, okay? You keep this thing going. And then you're going to have people saying, well, I went and talked to assistant coach, you know, D coordinator Lloyd Carr. Whoa. Did you say Lloyd Carr? Now Lloyd's into it. Oh, I talked to Gary. I talked to Coach Moeller. Whoa. Okay. If you can let this go, more people are going to get dragged into this, and it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, and I don't know. It's yet again comes to the students because I'm thinking about watching that press conference last week where you saw two grown men, one that was a mountain of a man, and sitting there acting almost like children with the way that they're describing because they're going back to all of those memories. Daniel Kwiatkowski sat there and said 20 years, a 20 or 30 year reunion. He still couldn't, he, I mean, he. he, Oh, but I thought he was disbarred from the football team. How did he he go to a reunion? If he was kicked off the football team and and just thrown to the side. And also, Mr. Brandstater, I'm sure you had players that were suspended on your team for silly stuff. Yeah, here's what I think about that. Brandstatter is being backed by some powerful people at the well, University of Michigan. Well, it's just weird. Brandstatter is the voice of Michigan. They put him out there for a reason. You represent he the- was stupid enough to, to accept the challenge because if he falls on the wrong side of history, he's announced his last Michigan game. Well, and also, the, one, the first time, if you're the school, you're like, mm, okay. He's a former player. It's very close. I understand it. Jim, please let's not do this again. Just let it all happen. And then the second time, you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, what are, what are you doing? And then the third time, when you talk to the Detroit News and give all new fresh quotes tripling down on what you're saying, what are you doing? You're admitting this happened. Yeah. But God forbid that this beloved figure knew <clears throat> something. Guess what? There was a lot of people that were huge R. Kelly fans. They listened to his music, and they were like, well, he was talking about underage girls, but no, that was never what actually happened. And now you see him go to jail, and you're like, oh, okay. And you don't hear his music and, and or anything like that. And he had some of the best music ever throughout the 90s. But guess what? It's over. It's done. Yeah. We're not missing anything. And, and guys, yeah, it's, and it's, Michigan it's, football existed before Bo. All I've ever been told, winning in his program ever, but yet he was the one that molded this whole program? It doesn't make sense to me. They can't. And no, it's not a part of cancel culture. You know, 
No, this is not cancel if, culture. If you, what is cancel yeah. culture? Is canceling rapists. Yeah. That's cancel culture. That's what I want to cancel. That's what they're only Some, trying to cancel. Yeah, sometimes cancel culture can be good because it can go back and you can right the wrongs of the past. Yes. It, it, it's okay to say, you know what? Screwed up back then. You may not have known better, but you still screwed up. Well, yeah. Guess what, Rico? I'm not going to break any news here, but somebody in the long line of Jenkins did something horrible. Right. Horrible. And that's and, and doesn't it's, have anything to do with me, but I have that last name. That's the best way to put it. It's like, look, you love your family, but every family member has one or two people in there that you're not proud of. Well, like Jeffrey Dahmer, he had a girlfriend when he was arrested. Guess what? She didn't know that he was a serial killer. John Wayne Gacy yeah, had she neighbors. She didn't know why he would never let her go downstairs into yeah. the deep freezer. Yeah, and and John Wayne Gacy had twenty some odd bodies under his house. Guess who didn't know? His neighbors. Yeah. Well, he's unassuming. I, I mean, he watered his guy. flowers. He cut yeah. his grass. Yeah. He did everyday stuff. Walks his dog. People yeah. are monsters. And you know what? Maybe you are an indirect monster. And maybe Bo at the time didn't think this was a big deal. And they should toughen up. Well, shame on him. Yeah. Or maybe he was just like, yeah, I'm more concerned about football. Uh, I'll leave you with this. Every coach, every executive, every leader, they all know right from wrong. Even those Enron guys, when someone uncovers a scandal in their company, I don't think that they can say, I, don't, I didn't know what was going on. They're just saying that they're, they're too dumb to do their job. And if they really are that dumb, if they're too dumb, then why are they getting paid millions of dollars to do it? They know what's going on. It's a quote from Bo Schembechler. Yep, in his book. So, And it makes you think just... If you defend them and you look at that quote, it's exactly what I said. Even if you didn't see it with your eyes or you didn't have firsthand knowledge from the doctor that this happened, you were the leader. Yeah. So hopefully. Listen, if if you go on the air today and you drop five F-bombs in a row, yeah, you're going to get fired. But guess who else is going to get flack? Your boss. Yeah. Because he's in charge. Why didn't he do something about it? It's going to be more press conferences coming out. You're going to get more players. You're going to get more players of notoriety. Who didn't ever want to come forward. And, and, he, and here's the other thing. If you let this go, you're going to hit phase two. And in phase two, a lot more people are going to get hit by this. Right now, all the car, molar, mile, they're hoping to praying to God, you settle this. I don't want to get dragged in here. You know, Ward Manuel, you notice... He's been silent. Hell, you thought he was silent after the whole Jeff Jackson type of thing. He ain't said a peep. Well, and that's just what's amazing to me, that you are a leader too, Ward. So speak Man, up for what you Ward do. Ward gets coffee orders in the morning. Well, he has the title of hey, the boss. Jim, what do you want? Juwan, you want in on this? Okay, gotcha. And you know what? And that's all good and dandy when you're winning and there aren't problems. But there's problems right now. Right. And when you take that job, you're the face. And that's why with Brandstetter, it bothered me. If it was a former football player that doesn't have any ties to the University of Michigan right now, I understand it more because that's their guy and he has nothing to lose. You have a lot to lose when you are – you're the play-by-play. So people are going to take it as you're the spokesperson because you speak on behalf well, of he your employer. He knew exactly what he was because he's the voice that the hardcore Michigan fan knows. So when he comes out and says – it's all good. Believe Bo. Some people are going to believe Bo. When he comes out and tells all the old people, the old money that donates, hey, if they try and take down that statue, you know what to do. 
That was very whistle. weird to that. Dude, would... that was a dog whistle saying, guys, if you got the money, you're in control. Withhold your funds if they ever try to besmirch the name of Bo. So, Evan, we landed right here. Press conference is going on as we're recording this. So, hopefully we can talk fun stuff next week. I don't even know if you have a question for me. You're going to pass on that. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening to the Five Star Zone. For Evan, I'm Rico. We'll be back next week.